Welcome, listeners. I'm feeling blessed as usual when I have my coach Tracy on my podcast episode. And I'm really looking forward to being vulnerable with you, Tracy, because I I really want to, and it, this is how, like, I did a little thought download on this because it's hard for me to bear my soul. But I think if I can share what I go through and you can coach me through it, I can help people who are going through hard times. Um, and the topic that I'm going to talk about that I want a little help on today, which I know is going to be um, something that I'm going to have to work on for a time, you know, it's not going to be something that's going to probably switch right away, but it kind of came to, it came to mind. Um, well, first of all, you know, my, I had a couple of episodes on dating after divorce and I thought, you know, in order to get to that place where you can put yourself out there, you need to feel confident. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and it was so interesting. We did family pictures. My grandson was home and my kids were all together and it hit my daughters. We were like getting ready and I'm like, okay, how's everybody feeling? And, oh, I don't know if I look. And they're like, mom, we never feel like we look okay because we've watched you never feel like you look okay. And I was kind of like, oh, oh. and I think I've kind of, I mean, it could make me tear up, you know, because mm -hmm. And I, and that hit me because I, not only do I want to help my listeners, I want to, I still have time to model for my, my daughters and, you know, even all my children, my son, even, and his wife. And so today I want to work with you a little bit. And I, I wrote down, um, the things that, that I want, I want to change this story. I um, I want to jump in a swimming pool with my grandchildren and not give a crap about what I look like. I just want to do it because it's fun. Um, I want to change that story in my head that I can be my best self and it doesn't matter what I look like and I can still be my best self because I tend to be much more confident when I feel like I look or, you know, if I feel like I look good, which is tough, <laughs> tough to do, then I'm my best self. And then, you know, I, I was just thinking, I always think about Maya Angelou. I don't know if you know her, but uh -huh. she always talked about how people don't really remember anything but about how you make them feel. And so I thought, I want to be a person that focuses on how I touch people, how I make them feel warm and loved. And I don't want to focus on me and my shortcomings. Yeah. Okay. So let's start there. Let's start there. You gave me so many thoughts to work on <laughs> and so many feelings, but I love that thought. I want to be a person who focuses on or who recognizes the value of making people or leaving people feeling a certain way. That's yeah. the person I want to be. How, how do you think you can do that? How do you think you become that person? It, it, it's going to take getting the focus off of myself. Okay. And you know, it's funny because I thought about this a little bit and I thought about, um, my grandma, who I probably love more than anyone in the world. Mm -hmm. And she was beautiful when she was young. She was all wrinkled up when I had her. And I loved her and I valued her. And so 
that's one little tidbit that I can go. She was an amazing, caring woman and she was old and I'm getting older. I don't want to, I got to nip this in the, butt. you know, I got to do this now so yeah. that I can just really branch out as I age and kind of embrace it. So I thought about her. And then I also thought about how, you know, none of us are too cute during puberty. And I think I was still loved. And I was like, I was really um, into like acting and like president of student council. I was kind of a different person. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't that I had this gross, curly, short hair is a little chubby. <laughs> I wasn't that, but that, so I remember, I remember I did feel that way at mm -hmm. one time. And then I don't know what happens. And I don't know, Tracy, if this is common for women to feel this way, but for some reason, as time progressed, I thought that I had to have, and I always have been a people pleaser, you know, I work on that on my worthiness, mm -hmm. but, um, for some reason, moving on from there, it became what I looked like was what got me attention. And then that's just a, a circle, you know, where you're not even fully present with other people to really be able to make them feel like my grandma did, like Maya Angelou did, to make them feel loved. And I think as I'm talking, I'm thinking being present, being present with that person mm -hmm. um, and not with your, your baggage. Yeah. Yeah. So what does being present mean to you? What does that look like? Sitting with the moment and maybe letting go of, and, and it's hard when you have that self-talk going in your head, but I think we read a book about turning down the volume mm -hmm. on those thoughts. Mm -hmm. And I think being aware, yeah. maybe just being aware um, of those thoughts and, and then trying to refocus. Yeah. Yeah. So the principles that we teach at Self Made You in regards to, you know, the why and the how, like, why am I getting the results that I'm getting? Right. And how do I create something different? Right. It all starts with awareness. That yes. is like the fundamental. And and then you have to go, okay, I I buy that. Now, how do I do that? Right. It's like right. it's the why and the how, and it's always the why and the how. And so right. I love the fact that we're doing this because it it always affirms to me, like what an amazing master of your own mind you have become. All that good coaching, Tracy. <laughs> I'm not going to take the credit for that. <laughs> I am going to let you just really kind of marinate in the fact that you have created such a strong self-made mind. I want you to own that like all day long because it's, you do not run on default. Most people do because they don't even understand what it means to have a self-made mind. Right. Here's where it starts, guys. It starts with awareness. It starts with awareness of the default thinking that is happening. You know, Tracy, I love, I can't help but think about even when I started becoming aware of my anxiety, it's like it dissipates. It's yeah. like just that step. And I know we've talked about that before, but I'm so excited about this because I don't know that I was 
as aware of this until I'm talking this through with you right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's absolutely kismic. It's meant to be right. Mm -hmm. Like this will change the trajectory of your day of the next week of the next month and ultimately of your life. This is awareness right now in this very moment that's happening for you and having awareness of how our primitive brain, the part of our brain that's meant to keep us safe, offer us thinking Mm -hmm. that without being checked, it often creates a net negative result. And you couldn't have set this up any more beautifully with the story about getting the pictures taken with your family. Like ultimately, if you were to create kind of the mind math on that, so you could Mm -hmm. see it in black and white, you were creating from a thought of like, how could I have done that? Right. They said words and then you had a thought about that. How could I have done that? Which choked you up as you were even Mm -hmm. telling the story right? So you're ultimately getting a net negative result. Now that's just your primitive brain having very dramatic fear-based thoughts about the words that they said. And without having that awareness, you can't iterate, you can't change, right? You now have the awareness because you are a master of your own mind. That is always step one is just to be aware. So good. So then the next step is to kind of normalize it. We all have that part of our brain. The beautiful thing is that we have another part of our brain that I like to call the prodigy brain, but just the awareness, it starts to kind of extinguish this intense emotion just through the awareness and the awareness of that part of your brain has a purpose. It's meant to be there. But if we don't notice, often we will start reacting from those thoughts as if they're like gospel, as if there's some sort of truth to them when most of the time it's not. It's a it's a very dramatic thought meant to just keep us safe. In right. the moment. Like if you don't change this kind of behavior, the whole family is going to fall apart. Lisa, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, And I think normalizing it is what I've kind of learned um, through all my coaching is to be able to love myself enough to say, that's all right. That's how I feel. That's, you know what I mean? That's okay. And, and I want to change that. And then, so then I start thinking, so now do I start looking at the, a new thought? Is that where I Yeah. So you want to normalize it. I like to, the way my brain works is I'm always looking for evidence. Like my brain's like, you got to prove it to me. You got to prove it to me. Right. Well, neuroscience, you can literally see it on, on an MRI. You can see like the gray matter of your primitive brain and you can see the gray matter of your prodigy brain. If you were to look at it under, you know, through an MRI, you can literally see the changes in your brain. It it, it has a neuroplasticity really? to it. So I have the evidence. I do strongly believe that, you know, our, our primitive brain has a purpose. And all we need to do is have an awareness of that in order to kind of turn down the volume. Right. I'm not trying to get rid of it. I'm just trying to turn down the volume. So I'm not reacting from it, creating results that I don't like. So you had the awareness mm-hmm. that you have this thought of, you know, how could I have done that? They said words, you had a thought, how could I have done that? Which 
created, you know, fear, sadness, mm -hmm. remorse, right? Which then has you probably spending a lot of time thinking about that, you know, and, and all of the other ways that you might need to change <laughs> in conjunction with that little insignificant right. change, right? And right. so it is just a moment in time, but if we're all in to optimize our experience, then that's where it starts is that little moment in time mm -hmm. and you've got the awareness. So what's the next step? Okay. So now we normalize it. It's coming from the primitive brain. That's meant right. to do that. It's meant to keep right. us safe. So now how do we just kind of neutralize that thinking? Like what else could you choose to think about the words that they said to you? Well, I mean, I actually, I feel kind of thankful for it because, you know, it's so true, the idea that you have to take care of yourself and be your best self to be a good parent. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm a great parent. I'm not going to go down that road and say that I wasn't, but that's one of the most important things to me. Mm -hmm. And so I'm thankful that I have the opportunity to change this so that they can see it happen and it can, you know, have an effect on them. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean, I would also kind of add to that, that you obviously have a relationship with them that they don't harbor. They don't make meaning of it. They were very open yeah. with you. I mean, who wouldn't want to have that kind of relationship with their family members that you can talk about those things? Oh, thank you. So that's a thought I wouldn't have come up with. And I, I like that. Yeah. I mean, when you can share the vulnerable, imperfect side of you, of yourself with your loved ones, mm -hmm. holy cow, like that changes everything. That is so good. You're modeling so many things on so many levels when you can do that. And they learn so much from just witnessing that. Right. Well, and I think it can be future discussions. Totally. Or like yeah. if they see me just throw off my towel and run into the pool, they'll be like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Not sneaking over there in her shirts. <laughs> Totally. Totally. Yeah. 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 Like, man, she's obviously done the work. Like she's asked herself what's important to her. Right. She now has a willingness to allow that primitive brain thought to be there because it's gone. It's not going away. Right. But she's done the work to turn down the volume of that primitive brain and she's turned up the volume of the prodigy brain that reminds her of what's really important, what right. it is that she really desires. So good. So, okay. So you had those three steps, be aware, kind of normalize it. You talked about evidence, neutralize it. You can normalize it through in my, in my mind, like you can normalize it through the evidence. Like this is just science and math. It's the basic right. science and math. It's basic neuroscience. This is the way our brain is. We all have the prefrontal cortex that can reason. Most of us do not intentionally trip the trigger of our prefrontal cortex. Therefore, we run on default from our primitive brain. Yep. A self-made mind, what I like to call a self-made mind, is recognizing that your brain is made up of 
both parts. A self-made mind is turning down the volume, not trying to like remove Stuff those it thoughts, out, right? Just trying to turn down the volume of the primitive brain so that we aren't reacting from it and getting results that we don't like and turning up the volume of that prodigy brain that has, it's it's almost like the superpower brain. I, prodigy means like extraordinary, right? It is, it's, right. It's, it's the extraordinary part of our brain. So intentionally we turn up the volume. That is what I think of when I think of a self-made mind. And so, you're mastering that. And that's, and mastering it, I also kind of look at it as like optimizing. There's no finish line here, guys. It's no. like, <laughs> it is a process, right? And it's every day, every day, we just have to like kind of check in and be like, okay, how am I going to optimize today? Right. No finish so, line. so when I'm thinking of like those listeners who maybe listened to the last um, podcast all about dating and they're feeling like, and this woman was very, I love her. She was very action oriented. You got to just take the move. It's not about how you, she did say that. It's not about how you feel. <laughs> and I feel like you need to get to a place where you're feeling like you can put yourself out there. So for those people who are going through that, for women or men who they feel like, oh, I'm five pounds overweight, I have wrinkles, I, whatever it is, I guess by them becoming aware of that, Yes. And then aware of the way they're feeling. So yeah. are they feeling inadequate? Are they feeling defeated? Right. Feeling right? real. If anyone yes. wants a copy, contact us. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So aware of how you're feeling and then the awareness of what's creating that feeling. Because without asking yourself that question, your primitive brain is going to say, the circumstance. They're going to say right. the circumstance because you're alone. The circumstance because of the number that is being reflected on the scale. That's not true, you guys. That's not true. If right. that was true, then the same number on the scale would make Lisa feel the exact same ways. It makes me feel the exact same ways. It makes you feel the same way. That's not true. We all have our own thoughts about it that makes us feel something. Right. Right. So, so the awareness around, it's not the circumstance that's making you feel anything. Right. It's the thought that you're having about it. And that's such good news because you can't control circumstances for the most part, but you sure as heck can control. You can strengthen your self-made mind. You can turn up the volume of the prodigy brain at the same time that you're being aware of the default thoughts that are being offered right. to you from your primitive brain. And just like you said, the act of that, of those very quick steps is what diffuses the feeling, which will yes. change the behaviors. It's very organic. So well, to the woman who was like, action, 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 yes. action. Here's the deal. I'm not going to argue with that. Actions do create results. I'm not going to argue. I've lived my life doing actions. Yeah. Yeah. So it works, you guys. It works. But here's the deal. If you're looking for sustainable results. And you want to feel joy and peace and ease, then you gotta, you've got to look at. It's got to start somewhere it. else. It doesn't yeah. start on the A-line. It starts with your self-made mind. Yep. 
that's where it starts. Well, and I think if these, if listeners can kind of follow that advice and if they are dating or going through a difficult divorce, if they can work on their mind and remember, like, especially if you're dating, that the most important thing is how you make somebody feel. If they can grab onto that thought, that could maybe change how they go out into the world and, and, um, you know, maybe meet the love of their life. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. That thought of, you know, I am really focused on how I make other people feel. That thought is going to make you feel something. Yes. And however you're feeling is going to organically have you showing up in a way. So I'm not going to sit here and argue the truth to whether you can make somebody feel something or not, or if that should be right. the thought that you should right. be operating from. Right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If that thought right there, I'm going to focus on how I leave people feeling. Right. Motivates you, feels fills you with love, feels fills you up with um curiosity. Well, and Tracy, I want to say that I often have to say, um, because I need to believe it. I am a woman learning how to be focused on how I make other people feel or, you know. Amazing. Amazing. And I know for sure, because I work so closely with you, I know that you believe that, that you are consistently putting in the rest to become that woman. And it will be a work probably until my dying day, Mm -hmm. which makes life so fun. Absolutely. Would you rather go to your grave feeling that way? Like I'm doing the work, I'm optimizing my life. I am leaving people all around me feeling something that we all want to feel or, or, do you want to go to your grave chasing a circumstance? Right. No. Yeah, so. there's so much. So listeners, we always go over. This is supposed to be 10 minutes with Tracy. It's already over 20. Thank you, Tracy, for your time. Listeners, if you are looking for a coach, contact Self Made You because I, I'm living it. I'm feeling it. My life has changed completely. And if you want to do divorce different, contact me. I'm, I always want to help you any way that I can to get through some sticky situations. So Tracy, thank you so much. I always appreciate you. My pleasure.